Fans, Wrestle Gutton is upon us once again, and we are your horsemen and voices of the Wrestle Gutton. I'm CM Heat, and he's the Tennessee Jesus. G Money is somewhere this week. We don't know where he's at. Apparently, he said he will join us a little later. Really needs to stop getting involved with this criminal activity. Yeah. So, uh, hmm. he learned how to cook meth from some guy at a halfway house. And so he's been in his kitchen with, uh, Fed and, um, like Claritin AD and some other stuff. In his underwear. Uh, in his underwear, yeah. You know, I think he really, really enjoyed, um, Breaking Bad quite a bit. So I think he's yeah. trying some new uh, career choices. Yeah. And he's a dumbass. So he's always yeah. Just, yeah. I hope we don't blow his fucking apartment now. So you can't cook meth in an apartment, dude. Like, you gotta, yeah. are your, you know, a little are your open Funko space. Pops will go everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Funkos are going to catch on fire. It's going to decrease the value too if they smell like meth. Yeah. <clears throat> Sucks too because I was I was um, wanting to hear what he was going to pick for uh, this week's random band theme. Yeah, you got ears. I got mine. Oh, that's your that's yours in there, I guess. Huh? That makes yeah, sense. Yeah, that's mine. <laughs> All right, Randall Band theme. Let's go. I'm gonna have myself. Well, who don't put this on? So random. For fuck's sake. All right, so uh, the random randomizer for this week gave us Buddy Holly talking about throwback. So, yeah, awesome, Carl. Would you would you end up picking? Um, I'm going with a song. Um, that's like a pretty badass song. Uh, I'm going with uh, "Not Fade Away." I'll have to check that one out. I'm not uh not really. Like familiar with a lot of Buddy Holly's music, so this was kind of fun to go through and yeah, not <clears> fade away. I think was covered by a couple of different people. Okay, like I've heard, I heard the song before a few times. Maybe not by Buddy Holly, but uh, but by somebody. I was gonna ask. I was gonna ask if uh, Weezer's song Buddy Holly works for this. <laughs> you look just like Buddy Holly. And something Mary Tyler Moore. Really enjoy that song. Weezer's awesome. Um, anyway, I picked um oh boy, oh boy. Buddy Holly. That was a pretty pretty solid, solid choice. Holy shit. Holy, Holy shit. shit dude. Uh <laughs> the fucking the gods are on your side. You'll never believe who fucking is it. The random fucking band. Was it Incubus? No. No. Is it Weezer? <laughs> it's fucking Weezer, dude. What? <laughs> you fucking spoken into existence, man. 
<laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> How many weeks was I trying to get like fucking Wu Tang and it never popped up? <laughs> so, yeah, uh, Chris's, Chris's team uh, next week is Buddy Holly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's awesome. <laughs> if you want to destroy my sweater. <laughs> <laughs> so they got some good songs. It oh, actually be pretty hard. Weezer oh, probably yeah. be pretty hard. They got some good songs that could be good interests. Speaking, of, it's gonna be a tough. It's gonna be a tough one. So once you get past like the uh, some of the depressing stuff, like um, Undone and um, a few other ones in there, but there's some pretty yeah. good stuff on there, like Beverly Hills and um, a lot of those covers like they put out on their last album. So. Yeah, I that think I already got mine in my head. I'm not going to spoil it, so I still keep it in my mind until next week. Nice. I'm going to have to uh, refresh on some Weezer here. It's been a while since I listened to Weezer, but not something good. Uh, Island in the Sun was actually one of my favorites, uh, mainly because yeah. of the uh, the movie Out Cold. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, uh, the thing that killed because that song was not on the movie soundtrack. Like we actually bought the album. It was not uh-huh. on that soundtrack at all. And that was like a key song in that movie. That's weird to not be on a soundtrack. Yeah. So, all right, though. We always have Pedro Hornies. So. <laughs> yeah, my favorite song uh, I can't say because I don't want to give it away. But... <laughs> Awesome. Well, Weezer next week. Garrett, if you're listening, Weezer next week. I can already tell you what uh, uh, Garrett's going to pick. Ash pipe. Yeah, yeah, that or say it it's so. I love that song too. That was like one of my jams on Rock Band. It's actually pretty good at the drum part on that. And then vocals were the two that I'd usually do. That's fun. Awesome. Speaking of vocals, Carl, you coming to the karaoke party? Uh, when is it? October 1st. October 1st. Uh, if I can find a babysitter. Okay. Yeah. It's been a good time. Wife and I celebrating our 13th wedding anniversary. 13? 13 years. Yep, September 26th. Like so. Why not? Why not do some karaoke? That's uh, that's how we met, actually. Well, one of the many times that we met. So. I think I met at a radio shake. <clears throat> we met before that. There's like a whole story behind uh-huh. that but yeah we started dating when i was working at radio shack but like um, our dates are like karaoke nights and stuff like that yeah. okay i thought she was like like stalking you at the mall or something <laughs> that was the other way around i was stalking her oh, okay <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, awesome. All right, let's get into 
uh, pay-per-views from this past weekend. Uh, I know I didn't get to watch anything. Unfortunately, one of my kids was sick. Uh, fortunately, caught the Rona from from the little snot goblins from school. So, of course, my snot goblin decided to bring it home with him. So, yeah. That was fun. So, All right, let's kick it off here. Saturday night, we had Clash at the Castle. Um, match listing. Let me go back through the match listings here. Uh, uh, we had Madcap Boss and the Street Profits taking on Austin Theory and Alpha Academy. Uh, Damage Control, which is Bailey, Dakota, and EO taking on Bianca, Alexa, and Asuka. Gunther uh, defending the Intercontinental Championship against Sheamus. Uh, Liv Morgan. Defending against Shayna Baszler, Edge, and Mysterio, uh, teaming up against Judgment Day. Seth Rollins taking on Matt Riddle and Roman Reigns, defending against Drew McIntyre. Uh, a couple of the big things coming out of this pay per view um, Gunther and Sheamus, what I've been told, was a hell of a matchup. Even got a five star rating from um, the hoarder himself, Dave Melter. So. Very rare yeah, for a WWE a six, match to get a five star. Could have been a six star, man. That they beat the living fuck out of each other, dude. Like fucking Sheamus was bleeding out of his fucking chest. Uh, Gunther was all bruised up. Like it, it, it was like a fucking fight. Uh, <laughs> I mean, nobody threw like closed fists at each other's face, but it, it was a fucking fight. Uh, and I think it would be up there with one of their, like, best matches for both guys. Uh, it was it was pretty good. And Gunther, man, needs to be pushed to the top, man. He needs to be the head of the table. <laughs> dude, I actually, awesome. I, I don't disagree with that at all. Um, especially now that we have Imperium back together. Thank God. Um, thank yeah. you, Triple H. That was the dumbest thing. One of the dumbest moves Vince did. Um, before yeah. leaving, um, he just has that look too. He looks like a like a nineteen eighties fucking Soviet. Oh, sad oh yeah. yeah, yeah, it's awesome. So with with Imperium back together, and of course with um, Sheamus and the Brawling Brutes, get some pretty good six man tag matches out of those two teams, and also maybe eventually Imperium uh, shown. Taking some uh, showdowns against the bloodline. Maybe that could be a possibility in the near future. Um, but yeah, I Sheamus. I, we've talked about Sheamus before, like numerous times, about how he never really gets the credit that he deserves as far oh. as being like an in-ring performer and all that. Like, I think people just like were hating on him for the, the sake of hating on him, but he's become one of those constants in wwe over the last few years where you know you're going to get a decent match out of them and, and in, my opinion, really... in my opinion sheamus is a, a better wrestler than roman reigns i actually i'd have to agree with that I, I wouldn't i would wholeheartedly agree with that like i'd go to bat on that one he's definitely been more entertaining like his sheamus can can go on the mic um, a little better than Roman can, obviously, because they had to put Paul Heyman with Roman. Um, yeah. Sheamus just seems a little more comfortable in that speaking role. Um, 
And I think that's because a lot of the time, a lot of the promos and stuff, like even with the bar with Sheamus and Cesaro, majority of them were Sheamus. Yeah. Like there is very little from uh, Cesaro talking in those promos. Like the, the bulk of it was Sheamus. Yeah. But kind of cool to see uh, Meltzer give that one a five star rating. Since he, you know, only hands those out to New Japan guys and, you know, the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega. So. Yeah. Seth Rollins and Matt Riddle is pretty good too. I heard that was good. Rollins, uh, Killing it there with his ring gear, coming off oh, of like the, uh, the glorious phoenix that he is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the ring gear was just pretty, pretty awesome. And then the build to that match—that's probably like, like you know, good storytelling. I saw. I'm glad Triple H is letting these guys, you know, come up with their own stuff because you know, like as personal as it got, that Rollins and uh, and Riddle probably came up well, with that themselves. Some of your best storylines dabble in reality. Yeah. And like with the animosity that there is between Rollins and Riddle, I mean it with them being con like, you know, the the professionals that they are were able to, you know, work that into their story arcs and um actually run with it. Like you, they don't like each other. Like we know that as being a fact, like away from the ring, they really don't like each other. Um, yeah. but it was cool that they actually came together to work together in a program. I mean, you're getting paid to do a job like this is what's going to happen. This is a job that you're going to do. So, I mean, you do it and run with it. Like, you know, take your ball and go home. Um, yeah. but they've always yeah. had like the, like the more reality based storylines that they do, especially with like the personal animosity between two people generally make some of the better story arcs. Yeah. Um, have you watched any wrestling at all this week? I watched um majority of Raw. I watched so Dynamite, you know about, and I did you watch. You know Impact. about the, you know about the heel turn. That clash of the castle. With, uh, yeah, with Dominic. Yeah, kick that. Yeah, that's, in what, the nuts, that's what I'm getting dude. next to. Fucking no. okay. kick them dead in the nuts. Man, he, Dominic got more and more of his dad in him every day. I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I mean, <laughs> the wrong person won that ladder match back in 2003 <laughs> 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 man <laughs> but it's um a lot of that is actually pretty cool um now we're starting to see more dimension to dominic's character instead of just the uh my dad's ray mysterio type thing and yeah. Um, we saw more of that Monday night with um, him reemerging as part of Judgment Day and just the overall look. It's kind of reminds me, and a lot of people drew this comparison to um, uh, Eddie and China, like the, the whole dynamic between um, Dominic and Rhea right now. And uh... kind of the Eddie and China one was a little more uh, like fun and like comical where. Like you kind of do. Yeah. There are some like similarities yeah, them, as far as like the look and stuff. Eddie but. girl was like in love with China. I was like, yeah. I, I don't. I, I think the only reason I never make that comparisons because like, uh, Rhea and China are both kind of built. But yeah, I, that, I think that's no. a lot of where the comparisons are coming from. Are just like the yeah. 
just that, like the size of Rhea compared to China, because she's like, you know, China size. So yeah. yeah. Um, but no, yeah. it. I, now this this is more of a, uh, you know, call me daddy type situation with Rhea and Dominic, where <laughs> Rhea is the uh, the daddy in the situation. <laughs> she made a, a man out of him. <laughs> oh yeah. You know, he into that all that S and M and BDSM stuff. It looked like he must have really enjoyed getting choked out by Rhea. <laughs> awesome. Hey, different strokes for different folks. Hey, you know, whatever floats your boat, man. Everyone's everyone's got a kink. <laughs> oh man, but that was actually like we've all been. It just kills like the announcers like oh nobody saw it coming. Oh my god, I can't believe Dominic just did that. Bitch, we've been calling it for months that it was going to happen. We just didn't know when. <laughs> and then it finally happened. I was like, oh, shit, we told you so. <laughs> but that's probably probably one of the more interesting uh, story arcs to come out of Clash at the Castle is that and gets continued into Monday night. Um, I'm sure eventually we're going to see a uh, six-person tag between Judgment Day and um, Edge, Ray, and Beth. I think that's I think it's gonna happen at Survivor Series. So we got I think what's next? Extreme Rules is next and then Survivor Series. Yeah, Extreme Rules and then No. There should be something else in there, right? Because Survivor Series is November. When's um no, there might be something well, else guess... in there. Depends on what they're gonna do. It depends on when Survivor Series is. Yeah. Yeah, usually the Survivor Series is Thanksgiving. Well, it used to be, but then they... Oh, yeah. yeah. Maybe not. We'll see. Let's see what the date for Survivor Series is. Maybe Extreme Rules is in October? Or in September? I think so, because I, I know they're advertising... Rules coming up. Survivor Series is actually November 26th, Saturday. So it's a Black Friday weekend. Cool. So, uh, yeah, I don't have to work that weekend. Cool. Oh, man. That's awesome. Actually, be able to say that after like 20 some years and re- like doing actual retail work. Good times. <laughs> oh, man. And let's see, extreme rules. Bam. Extreme rules is on. Yeah, maybe they won't. Maybe they'll just have uh, NXT to the Halloween Havoc thing again. Uh, October 8th. No. Yeah, October 8th. So yeah. Yes. That makes sense. Okay. Awesome. So maybe we'll get like Ray and Dominic in a match or something at Extreme Rules or maybe we'll do that six man that six person tag at Extreme and then do Ray and Dominic at Survivor Series. Okay. Kind of seems like that might be the higher the higher profile matchup for a bigger pay-per-view. Yeah. 
Well, I don't know. They might hold Ray and Dominic off all the way to like maybe WrestleMania or Royal Rumble. Because you could do like a, you could do like a, like a a thing with him and Edge. You know, you could do like the tag team match and do like a match with him and Edge. Yeah. Uh, I don't see him holding off that, holding it off to for that long. I think we'll get it before the end of the year. Well, maybe Royal Rumble then. Yeah, there'll there'll definitely be a spot in Royal Rumble between the two of them if they're um still at odds with each other. Oh, awesome! So Clash at the Castle. So definitely go back if you haven't checked out uh, Clash at the Castle. I mean, obviously Sheamus and Walter is definitely something you need to check out if you're just looking for a few matches on there. Um, probably don't waste your time with Shayna and Liv. <laughs> hear any good stuff about that match at all um, uh, it wasn't it wasn't like the worst match ever or anything like that it was it was decent yeah it was a, it was actually a little bit better than the Ronda Rousey matches with Blair just because like oh, it's because Shane is better Baylor, yeah, let her Shane is better than Rock so I mean, when you're when your trainer is Mercedes Martinez, like, yeah, you're going to be a better wrestler than Ronda Rousey. Yeah. I mean, no, no digs at Natty who you know helped train Ronda, but I mean, Mercedes Martinez is better than Natalia. So I mean, yeah. like, and that's not an opinion; that's a fact. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, like I said, uh, our Baszler were a little bit more offensive, so it didn't look stupid. Yeah. Like where it's like, oh, I know where. Like, I got a little bit of awesome. All right. Uh, Sunday night. So I shouldn't say Sunday night. Sunday afternoon. Uh, NXT Worlds Collide. Actually, no, shit. We forgot. Um, Solo Sokoa made his uh, main roster debut. Uh, oh, yeah. Retain, retain. So, yeah. Um, we called that one too. <laughs> yeah. The the crowd was hype and everything, but it's like one of those things where like I knew uh, Roman Reigns was gonna drop the title, so it was just yeah. a matter of how they were gonna have him win. Yeah, so yeah, having Solo uh, interfere in that match is actually probably the right decision and the right call for that. Um. Kind of like an unexpected thing. Like if you look at the story arc, um, but yeah, definitely better than having the Usos or Sammy get involved, which they still did anyway. But. Awesome. All right, NXT Worlds Collide. Ah, uh, this one NXT still putting on decent shows, uh, especially now that Triple H and Shawn Michaels are running stuff here yet uh Carmelo Hayes defending against Ricochet the North American Championship <clears throat> excuse me uh pretty deadly uh this was for the unified NXT Tag Team Championships pretty deadly the Creed Brothers uh Gallish Josh Briggs and Brooks Jensen uh what else we have Mandy Rose triple threat match with Miko Satamora and Blair Davenport Unifying the NXT and the NXT UK Women's Championships. 
not mad that Mandy Rose won. I think that was the right call for that one. Uh, Cadence Chance, Katana Chance, and Caden Carter defended against Dewdrop and Nikki Ash. Uh, and Braun Breaker uh, defeats Tyler Bate, which we knew that was going to happen um, to unify the NXT and NXT UK titles. Wasn't really anything groundbreaking. There's no nothing like major as far as like the World's Collide pay per view, but from what I've heard, a lot of these matches were pretty solid. So. Yeah. Uh, I'm yeah. cool with uh, so I cool with Mandy Rose. She looks good with both those titles. So. Yeah, she does. Especially she the, uh, the photo photo shoot she dropped afterwards, um, with the the titles around around herself by the pool. So <clears throat> it's good stuff. Uh but the the biggest talk of the wrestling world uh, was not WWE this weekend. It was AEW. Uh, kind of sucks that Garrett's not with us right now because I know he's probably got a few things to say about this. Um, but we'll I, get into it. I wasn't. I wasn't impressed. I, w- I wasn't impressed at all. Uh, now to be fair, I did drive. Like I had like an eight-hour drive before I watched it, so I got home. So that could have. Uh, could have I mean, been it, but I, I just felt like watching it was like a chore. Like I felt like it was a chore to watch. The you're honestly you're not the only person that i've talked to since sunday night that is, that has said the same thing like a lot of people are not thrilled with with that pay-per-view and in all honesty um everyone was saying the the shit that happened after the pay-per-view was more entertaining than the damn pay-per-view <laughs> yeah people are talking more about your press conference than the pay-per-view yeah um and the shit thing is that press conference uh, with all the talk about that uh, took the focus off one of the biggest returns that AEW's had in a while with uh, MJF returning. Um, yeah, but they kind of from they the kinda, casino ladder match. Yeah, they kind of uh, botched that a little bit to me though. It's yeah. like because the ladder match wasn't that good. Uh, had a couple of like dumb spots in it where. I don't know if people knew what they were doing or like shit didn't go the way they planned or their spots yeah. went where they be or something. But I think it's like it's to the point with these ladder matches now, they try to do too much shit with the ladders. Yeah, like, but I they to be sitting here. Yeah, like I don't need you to sit here constructing like fucking like you know erector sets with the damn ladders. Just yeah. I don't need these big complex dis- like structures yeah. with the ladder for these matches like it's just wasting time yeah and then it's like then uh you know the mask guy you know in wrestling like he doesn't even wrestle they they just come down and they hand them the chip they're like hey it's yeah. your chip and then he teases like him taking off the mask the mask even was that, stupid. there was no follow-up to that at all so even going into Wednesday's Dynamite, like they had Stokely on there and, you know, he's going to talk about his his stuff. But they're like, oh, you know, production assistant telling him to wrap it up. So they beat down the production assistant and that was the, the end of it. Like there was no like, yeah, MGF paid us a shit ton of money to do this. So, you know, we did that. Like it was all about business. It was about, you know, some extra cash. 
like whatever there's yeah. no explanation for it at all and that's the other shit thing yeah like, and honestly it's one of those things too where well like the whole mjf thing like i honestly don't think he needed the chip like if he just came out that would have been enough to yeah, like the, the chip wasn't Giving him the chip wasn't necessary because you already had this the built-in storyline with him and Punk. Yeah. And that literally was Punk's biggest rival since he's been in AEW. So Punk yeah. retains, you know, Punk wins the, the title off of Moxley. And all you had to do was have MJF walk out. Like you didn't need yeah. to go through all the other bullshit. Or if you wanted him to win the ladder match, have him come out you know, dress as himself to his own music and you would have had a bigger pop with him. Yeah. <clears throat> Honestly though, I wish they would have kept him with the uh the sympathy for the devil music. Yeah. Like that's what like I would have loved like if he's calling himself, you know, the devil, like the devil himself has returned, like all this other stuff. Keep him in that music. Yeah. Like, that's a hell of a lot better than the music he's got now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. like, damn. It's like, even even then, like, if you don't want to pay the royalties for fucking Rolling Stones, I'm sure yeah. Axel will take, you know, whatever amount of money you want to give them to use their version of it. <laughs> it's like, yeah. damn. Uh, what else we have on here? Um, Swerve Our Glory retained uh, the Elite. Or the she came new- out. Swerve came out dressed like uh, She-Hulk. Swerve did? I thought Jade did. I mean, Jade Cargill. What did I say? Yeah. yeah. Never mind. Yeah, you said yeah, Jade Cargill. Yeah. <laughs> I say she looked good. I'm not. Yeah. Like, she looked pretty good. Damn good in green. Um, I don't know about all that. Looks decent. So, <laughs> I thought it was cool. Um, but I will say that's one thing. Her, like, ring gear is usually on point. Her in-ring ability may not be on point at majority of the time, but her ring gear is usually on point. Um, definitely got the look. Uh, Athena definitely, oh, yeah. unfortunately, she not the it. one. Always looks good. Uh, definitely not the one to dethrone Jade. Unfortunately, um, Jade's still going to get that Goldberg treatment. Um, right up until she eventually clashes with whoever the. Uh, women's world champion is before, or at that Denver point, or whatever. Quit. Quit or... <clears throat> Freaking ridiculous. Um, yeah, so we talk about Punk winning the title. Uh, there's really not much which is, else. Which I, it, it doesn't make sense either, because it's like, why have him lose the fucking the squash match the monthly just to have him win it back uh, well, that's that's the thing too is like you're telling me that he was so injured um that he could not defend the title 10 days before the pay-per-view that he ended up you know going down you know tweaked his broken foot and then loses the mox in under like five minutes but 10 days later he's 100 percent ready to go and wrestles like a 20 minute fucking match and wins the title. Yeah. How does that make sense? Like if that was the case, like they sh- the ref should have kept the title on him during that match on dynamite and just, and like called the match. 
And then just redid the match, and then, you know, after evaluation or whatever, like, redo the match at the pay-per-view. So. Yeah. What about the trios title match? That was fucking... It was it was all right. I didn't know why the matches are. It was um more or less just disappointing that the elite were the ones to get the titles. Yeah. Some were saying that it was probably because Kenny Omega was upset that he wasn't getting put in the title picture, yeah. so they wanted to put a title on him. But right now he's suspended. So. Yeah, it's just a whole bunch of shit. All right. Um, let's go ahead. Let's just let's get into it. Like we're getting Speaking there. The so, shit. Speaking of shit. The media <laughs> scrum. Media the press conference after all out. I don't know why Tony Khan does press conference after pay-per-views anyway. You're not a fucking boxing match. You're not UFC. Like you don't need to do fucking press conferences, you coked up douchebag. <laughs> Roman Reigns did one. What after acknowledging Abraham? Yeah. yeah well, he, I mean that was after... in the ring. That was a promo. Like you're not <laughs> sitting there taking questions from like fucking Dave Meltzer and you know all these other jackasses sitting there backstage like they're important. So <laughs> trying, to, trying um, to start drama. <laughs> yeah. Like <laughs> this is just, like fucking ridiculous. Um. So basically, we get this whole thing like someone had brought up Colt Cabana or whatever, and then Punk went on this giant ass tirade while eating a fucking muffin and drinking like a Gatorade or something. I don't know the fuck he was drinking. Um, and Tony Khan sitting there looked out, looking like a you know the coked out weirdo that he is. <laughs> oh my god! Like I did, literally didn't say he didn't say anything or correct what Punk was saying. No, he didn't try so, to stop him at all. He just let him go. Like, Tony yeah. Khan is CM Punk's bitch. Like, that's what it is. So, so like, Punk just walks in there, bitch, this is what we're doing. And Tony's Tony's like, yes, sir, Mr. Punk, yes, sir. But Let me go split this Punk, line off this hooker's ass crack first. Was Punk wrong about any of the acquisitions that he made? Toward the EVPs? I don't think so. I That's the thing. I agree, what, I agree with what he said about yeah. you know the elite. Um, yeah. I the stuff with Colt Cabana, like I didn't need to know Colt had a shared bank account with his mom, like that that's stuff that we don't need to know. Like that stuff could have been left off the table. Going into all that, it could have just been look, Colt and I haven't been friends in this time. This is all we're gonna say about it and move on from there. But all the shit he said about the elite, I 100% agree with as yeah. EVPs. Um, can you see? Who the fuck G-Money. is this? Uh, so, uh, Finally. I don't know what they told you on this podcast, but I just broke out of prison and I am hightailing it to uh, Washington to burn down the White House. Are you so mad Trump didn't get elected? Well, yeah, I am. So you finally got busted for cooking meth in your apartment. 
<laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Fucking Walter Maybe White. Maybe another drug <laughs> Coming at you from oh. a car in Nashville, Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Captain Lou Albano talking to you about drugs. Kids, don't be afraid to say no. Anyone that asks you to use drugs is not your friend. Drugs can and will kill. Remember, don't be afraid to turn to your priest, your rabbi, your minister, your moms, your dads, your teachers, because drugs can kill. And if you do drugs, you go to hell before you die. Oh, man. All right. We're talking the media scrum press conference. Uh, I know... I knew you had some thoughts on this, so I was hoping you were going to get on so, before we got to so it. You know, you know something I was talking about with Katie when I was talking to her about all this is it really goes to show you a company that has that's basically run by wrestling personalities. How yeah, and a, it, and a it, super fan. I was just a shit because you know I was thinking like, how often have you seen this happen like to this extreme in WWE? Like I Never. honestly can't think of one. one at all, if if not, it's been a long time. And it's to my just, like, to my like, back when CM Punk was there. Well, yeah, but anyway. well, even then, like, even then when Punk was there, you had guys like the Undertaker and JBL and fucking Farouk that would have put his ass in place if he stepped out of line like this. Right, and then Punk, the other thing with Punk that too, dare do that in WWE. I'll say my, my other thing with that, too, is there's people that they have in place who aren't, I mean, they either were ex-wrestlers or they're, they, they aren't wrestlers at all who are, like, yeah. taking part in all the stuff. So, like, it's their way. Like, you don't really, I mean, you have some say, but I think it really goes to show, like, the difference between some people who get creative control and how other people take it. Just someone like CM Punk is doing all this, but then you get someone like Cesaro who's, been wanting creative control forever and is actually doing something with it you know like yeah, yeah he's not on tv all the time but he's your ring of honor champion for a fucking reason yep and i think that's a lot of it too is you look at someone like it's no secret i like everyone knows i'm a big i'm, I'm a punk fan like always like i have been since he debuted in wwe like under the ecw banner like, I've gone back and watched some of his Ring of Honor stuff. I've watched some of his Impact stuff. Like, I'm a fan of CM Punk. Yeah. Have I been a fan of his current run in AEW? There's some stuff that sticks out, like his feud with um, with Mox. Or not Mox, like um, MJF. But other than that, he hasn't done shit for AEW since he's been back. No. Can, can, I, can I come to Punk's defense? I'll come to Punk's defense and somebody else will. One a nothing, nothing, nothing he said in the press conference was untrue. I mean, yeah, he got a little personal with some stuff that he personally got personal, but nothing he said was untrue. And then, as far as like what happened afterwards, if four, three or four uh, people come to my locker room to try to confront me. About the shit I said. Uh, you best believe there's gonna be some chairs thrown, bunch of stuff. Might be a bit. The fun, the you thing know. with that too, like once all those details came out, like Kenny Omega didn't do anything. Like he tried to get Punk's dog out of the way so he didn't get trampled. 
during like the me the melee, and then yeah, fucking he, ACL pulled his hair and bit him. So, but he he uh, he he showed up though. That's the thing. It's like you're yeah. supposed to be this. Uh, you're supposed to be in power. You're uh, EVP. Uh, yep. It's like so if you have a problem with a talent, you shouldn't go confront them in a fucking locker room after a pay per view. You should call them up and be like, hey. We got some problems, but schedule a meeting. We'll get Tony Khan there if you want Tony Khan there, and we'll hash this thing out and talk about it instead of like, okay, I'm gonna show up at this motherfucker's locker room and confront him about what he said about me at the, the media scrum. Do you guys just point on what he was talking about? I honestly just want to see, you know, Matt Jackson or was it Nick Jackson get knocked out by Punk? Like, I wanted to see him get clocked. Like, why is there yeah. no video of that? So, <laughs> so. Like, that's a little bitch. But the, the fucked up part about this, too, is Christopher Daniels and Pat Buck were suspended along with um, the Elite and uh, Michael Nakazawa and Brandon Cutler. Um, Daniels and Buck were trying to defuse the situation. So why would they why would they get suspended if they were actually there trying to do their jobs and defuse the situation so it didn't get as bad as it got? I think like, uh, obviously, the, the obviously whole... they failed trying to do that because like they're at a point where it's like shit's just gonna happen. So I mean Yeah. <laughs> yeah, from I mean from the way I the way I read it and like what happened. I think like the biggest thing is like everyone. The reason why they get suspended is because they was there in the first place. It's like, why are you there? Why are you there in the first place? So, like, to make I, to defuse the situation, like to do yeah, their job. But, <laughs> you but nobody should have been there in the first place though. It's, you get what I'm saying? Like if we went, it'd be like if me and you. It'd be like if uh, if me and and Garrett were like, hey, we're about to go rob this store. And then you showed up at the store and was like, yeah, I just make try to make sure that uh, Carl and Garrett didn't hit the guy too hard or didn't shoot him. They're going to still be like, hey, Chris, why did you show up to rob the store with... with well, you, got, uh, you have to look at it Garrett. this way. With, with Daniels in his position, he's pretty much your executive for talent relations. So yeah. he's, he's pretty much human resources. He's, a, he's AEW's HR. So yeah. if you get wind as an HR person that, you know, shit's about to go down between some of your talent, you know, at this point, like, wouldn't you try to defuse the situation or are you just going to, like, turn a blind eye to it? So I feel Daniels did what he was supposed to do as someone in that role and tried to, you know, defuse the situation so it didn't come to what it came to. And yeah. obviously you're going to need someone... Like, you're going to need someone else in there. So, though, Pat Buck was probably the closest person to him when they, you know, headed to Punk's locker room to try to break this shit up, you know, stop it from happening. Yeah. You, know, you know, I think Bobby Fish said it best. CM Punk, you're a fucking cunt. <laughs> oh, I mean, you knew that coming in. Right? Yeah, I mean, everybody. <laughs> uh, so, I mean... <laughs> I mean, all your favorite wrestlers are tense, like, and you can't play it all on CM Punk. Like I said, he said some shit at the media room, which, you know, 
shouldn't have been like they shouldn't have been having the press conference to begin with. Yep. Yeah, well, Two, you, you leave the company, Tony Khan, and then you say you hate the guy and you want to beat the shit out of him. That's what you do. Uh, uh, Tony Khan, you know, he could have stopped. He was right there with Punk. He could have he, he hey, spoke up at any second, any second during that, that rant that Punk had and stopped it. But he didn't because he was so far fucking gone. Like, there's, there's no... Like, he just lost all control at that point. Like, and then, like I said, like he then, is CM Punk's bitch. That that's what it is. He is such a fucking fanboy. So, well, I mean, it's not, he didn't handle it at all. Like, because I mean, then you get your three oh, EVPs or four or three EVPs. Is Adam Page? Is Adam Page an EVP or no? I think he is, but I don't think he he wasn't involved. Obviously, wasn't involved in the situation. Yeah, but his name, he's kind of. Yeah, involved. I mean, Punk did, you know, go after him. But I think Adam Page is probably the only one that handled it correctly and just said, you know, fuck that guy. Like, I'm not dealing yeah. with bullshit and just went the opposite direction. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, you don't, you don't show up to confront a guy. And it's, like I said, if I was in the yeah. locker room and three guys came to confront me, like, there, it's going to be a fight. There, you know oh, what yeah. I'm saying? Like, you, you knew going in matter. there, you, gonna, you, don't think, you think he was going to get in there and Punk was going to apologize? Like, oh, shit, it's the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, I'm sorry. You know what I mean? Yeah, especially when, when you look at it, like, through the tales of history for wrestling, who's the bigger name, CM Punk or Kenny Omega? Depends on who you ask. Pretty much. But, I mean, um, if you're in Japan, maybe, but... Uh, in America, it's, Elzer, it's fucking by God, Kenny Omega. <laughs> I don't know. Meltzer did give a. <laughs> Meltzer did give Gunther and Sheamus five stars. <laughs> yeah. As he should have. Was hey, watch that fucking match? Was it a shoot, Garrett? You know what's funny? The funny thing is, is so. So I don't know if you, have you did you guys already talk about uh, Clash of the Castle? Yeah, well, we can talk about it some more. So, so there were the two, there are two matches, and depending on what kind of style of wrestling you like, were the best matches of the night. If you liked uh, a Flip brutal Morgan. fucking beat the shit out of somebody kind of fight, you liked Sheamus versus Gump. If you wanted a uh, like. WWE style wrestling match, you like Seth Rollins versus Matt Riddle. Question for you, Garrett. Yeah. Was uh, that match to shoot? Were they shooting on each other or? Do, do what? I'm sorry. Sheamus and Gunther, was that a shoot? Was that a shoot? What? A shoot, like were they really fighting each other? You think? I don't know. Maybe. Like, cause <laughs> it, it it was pretty fucking brutal, dude. Like dude, I said, same so it. brutal. The chops Gunther was hitting them with. I mean, like, granted, like Sheamus was bleeding fair, out of his chest. I would say to be fair, Sheamus is so fucking pasty. I think I could smack him and put a red mark on his chest. 
But, uh, but Gunther <laughs> was pretty bruised up too, though. That's the thing. Oh, no, like, no. And you know yeah. what, though? I think outside of like maybe three or four moves were actually like wrestling moves. I think everything else was either a chop or a fist. Yeah, it was it was it was brutal, dude. It was it was good though. I, so good. It's probably one of the one of the best matches I've seen in a while. Boy, glad Imperium's back. Huh? Yeah. So I'm glad Imperium's back. They need another like yeah. strong heel tag team outside of the fucking Usos because I'm sorry the Viking Raiders aren't a good heel team. They're still a joke to me. But we can. It's gonna. It's gonna take a lot of work to get the Viking Raiders back up to where they need to be. <clears throat> After yeah. all that bullshit with uh, <coughs> like the Street Profits and all that other, everything else, and the way that they were yeah. booked. Yeah, and I mean, and the matches they've been having with the New Day are just like plays off of Vikings. Like I don't, I don't care to see that shit. I honestly yeah. feel like they'd be better off getting away from anything that had to do with the Vikings. But that's just... Yeah, unfortunately, that's... Like, that's their heritage, though. Like, that's really what they're doing. Because they were doing that, like, way before... Like, they're doing that in fucking Ring of Honor. So, I mean, that was their... Yeah, that no. was their that's their whole look but and their could, whole gimmick is based off of you that. Could you could change, though. They could be, like, the big bad bastards or something. <laughs> you can just call them the Bash Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> The Headbangers 2.0 or <laughs> uh, there's still there's no updates that I've come across um for CM Punk or anything. So um well, regardless of what there, happens. He's out for like nine months, right? Yeah, I mean regardless of what happens, like if they don't let him go, he's like Garrett said, he's gonna be out anyway. So Yeah. Yeah. Um, Alistair Alistair Black is out too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and yeah, he's actually conditional release for Malachi, so he's he's gone. Uh, Thunder Rosa did request her release, but apparently was denied. <clears throat> like I don't blame her, honestly. Because what what have they really done with her since she's won the women's championship? Like she's defended it a couple of times, a few times, but like yeah. she, she barely gets that time. Yeah, like she barely got any TV time, and she got more TV time when she wasn't champion than she does as champion. Yeah, like Britt Baker still gets like as much TV, TV time as she wants. So, like, I'm sorry, like it's just freaking ridiculous. Um, but uh, Tony Storm is the uh, interim women's champion, so we'll see. We'll eventually see Tony Storm versus Thunder Rosa, which we were supposed to get anyway at All Out. Um, we'll go from there. Yeah. Um, the fallout from this whole media scrum, obviously, we talked about the Elite getting suspended, um, Christopher Daniels and Pat Buck. Um, due to that, the trios titles were vacated and the world title was vacated. Um we did get Death Triangle versus the Best Friends. Uh, pretty much half the Dark Order was injured, so that's why they weren't involved in the, any of the matchups for this. Uh, but Death Triangle, unfortunately, ends up winning 
would have liked to have seen someone like the Best Friends or the Dark Order were able to compete. Someone like them actually get a little bit of a love and given like some sort of you know, title to go off of. Tip in there. I mean, Death Triangle has been there since day one, but I don't feel like we forget about the Best Friends and the Dark Order when it comes to stuff like that. Um, the uh, Gold Rush Tournament or Tournament of Champions. We got uh, Moxley and Jericho got buys from the first round. We did get Danielson versus Hangman. Uh, did you guys catch Jericho's promo? I, I did not. Uh, well, I might have, but I don't remember it. Uh, so basically, Jericho said that next week he's going to beat Brian Danielson for the second time and go on and win the AEW world title. Jericho's promo was before the match with uh, Hangman and Danielson. Like at least a half hour before that match happened. Yeah, so Jericho spoiled the the finish for Hangman and Danielson, but I don't think a lot of people like really paid attention to it because like I heard him say that he was gonna beat Danielson. I was like, wait, that match? Like, did I miss that match? Like, did I go to the bathroom and miss it or something? Or like, what the hell is going on? Like, and then like thirty minutes later, like, oh, up next, you know, Danielson Hangman Page. I was like, oh, like what the fuck, dude. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, no, I definitely didn't pay attention to that. I was like, damn, Jericho spoiling matches. Like, I'm sure it was unintentional, but um, so we'll get Jan- uh, Jer- Jericho and Danielson next week. <clears throat> um, I'm not sure. I think the uh, there's the Rampage part of that tournament too. Yeah, Rampage is part of it as well. It is uh. It's uh, tonight. I think the uh, yeah results are up now. Let's see if I pull that up. See who uh, won that. But we're gonna get eight. Um, Ricky Starks and uh, Darby Allen in this tournament again. So that should be a pretty solid matchup. Uh, Carl, did you get pulled over? I just saw a white van with a bunch of kids in it and a police car behind it. Should I be scared? (laughs) Did I get pulled over? No. Ah, <laughs> uh, sorry. It was uh, wasn't Ricky Starks. It's, it's Sammy Guevara and Darby, um, Allen. Darby Allen. Yeah. Still should be pretty solid. Ah, uh, Rampage results. Uh, actually, that was the match that kicked off Rampage tonight. Ah, uh, Sammy Guevara beat uh Darby Allen. Of course he did. Uh, da, 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 da. Madison Rain versus Serena D. Then we had uh, Claudio Castanoli taking on Dax Harwood for the ROH Championship tonight. That's the it's like the main events, which is uh, which is still going on. Obviously, like five minutes left. You didn't talk about uh, Daniel Garcia winning the Pure Championship. No, we didn't. We didn't get to that yet. Because <laughs> we were talking about the tournament. <laughs> that was actually a pretty good match. Like Pretty pretty enjoyable. Um, I, I, see, uh, to be honest, 
I didn't watch it, but I watched the first time the two of them wrestled, so I can't imagine how good that one looked. Oh yeah, this this was good. So. Yeah. Even though I'm sure this uh, time too, they didn't use any of the pure championship rules. I'm sure Tony no, Khan actually know any of them are. They actually did surprisingly. Oh really? Well, then it must yeah. have been better than the first one then. Yep. <laughs> um. Yeah, so Garcia ended up winning. I believe, if I remember correctly, he had uh, Yuta tapped. So he made Yuta tap out. Um, ah, okay. So, so Danielson came out. Um, it looked like him and Yuta were going to get into it, but uh, like Yuta kind of pushed Danielson back and then um, adhered to the code of honor. Um, Yuta shook uh, Garcia's hand, and then uh, Danielson uh, snatched the, uh, the title from Yuta. And actually presented it to uh, Garcia and actually put it around his waist and everything. Yeah, I uh, saw which that prompted uh, Jericho to come out to the stage and show his disapproval of everything. So, but it was a uh, uh, pretty pretty solid night for the hometown boy Daniel Garcia in Buffalo. So, great match up there. So. Daniel Garcia is a great wrestler. Absolutely, not sports entertainer. Wrestler, not a sports entertainer. I think he's gonna break. He's gonna end up breaking away from JAS and going. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't think he's gonna do go to the Blackpool Combat Club. I think he's just gonna the split and go off on his own. Yeah, I agree. Uh, pretty awesome. All right. Uh, so we talked about Thunder Rosa. We talked about Malachi Black. Uh, Pat McAfee stepping away. Pat McAfee stepping away. Um, I offered a deal with uh, college football to do some uh, broadcasting. So. so sad. But I know he'll be back. So. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, the season ends. We'll get, we'll get him back. Um, but we did get Braun Strowman back. So, I mean. <laughs> um, He's also, he was also on SmackDown tonight. Yeah, I think that did they get away with the train noise when he was running around the ring? Uh, I don't remember hearing it. I don't remember hearing it either. So. But to be honest, he came on my screen and I kind of really didn't care what was going on. So. Yeah. yeah. I guess he's done trying to control his narrative. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, man, it didn't work out for him. <laughs> Oh, fantastic. I'm not that this is probably like probably the first miss in my opinion for um Triple H bringing back some former talent, but I mean Triple H is pretty high in Strowman anyway, so um we'll see where that goes. Maybe maybe he'll get booked better under Triple H than he did with Vince. Maybe he'll actually build him up as a monster or treat him like a monster. Yeah. Um we'll see what happens. We'll see. Yeah. Get a Needs to start bringing in like some other talent, man. Could you imagine Mil Muertes under the WWE banner? Oh, that'd be awesome. What about that? What about this? How about uh, uh tag teams with Austin Theory? They call it Hybrid Theory. It's tag team name. Who are you gonna put with Austin Theory? Braun Strowman. Oh, give me one with Austin Theory. 
called the hybrid theory. Protect you. Uh, the, hy- the hybrid thingy. Yeah. <laughs> you don't think it would work? Um, it probably would, but it wouldn't be because of Strowman. <laughs> <laughs> she just call it a theory train. Yeah. Uh, Garrett, uh, random band next week is Weezer. You would not believe the, uh, Magical happenstance that happened. Oh God! <laughs> For that one, <laughs> I gotta be honest. I didn't listen to Buddy Holly's song, so I don't have one to pick. Oh fuck you, dude! <sighs> Had one job. I know, and I usually do it like <laughs> thirty minutes before the podcast. I didn't have that time. Oh, okay. So, uh, so Weezer next week. Uh, I could deal with Gary, the Gary, you bring wait, him into a haunted house. Wait, man. I know what's going on. Yeah, yeah, you heard it. <laughs> it's, uh, so it's my uh, so the, the the cops haven't found my little hideout house yet. So okay, uh, that's the only problem. It's got a squeaky hot. door. <laughs> awesome. All right, guys, you ready? Over under, just right. I don't know. Can I sing Africa first? Because that's definitely going to be my song, right? Africa. <laughs> yeah. Weezer <laughs> cover of Toto's Africa. Oh, they did? Yeah. <laughs> I thought he had well, like that a... Have, uh... Was that the one with Weird... Yeah, that was the one with Weird Al. Where he was playing... Um... He's dressed up like the uh, the front man for Weezer. Speaking of Weird Al, I heard the new movies are really good. That's I've heard. I've heard that same thing too. So uh, I don't know if I, I don't know if I'm gonna watch Weird Al the movie. Yeah, I, I would go see it. <laughs> That's like watching um, uh, Howard Stern private parts. That was like the lamest movie uh, I've ever seen. The fucking one. I, I think this is um, this is more like uh fiction than it is like non-fiction so <laughs> uh, like some of the stuff that that's like going on in this this movie from the trailer that i've seen it's like I'm yeah, sure it's a lot of the like, stuff like people stretching think, so either think he did or or yeah. stuff he wanted to do or something there ain't no fucking telling as long as they cover uhf in there because that movie was fucking awesome <laughs> <laughs> Oh, good stuff. All right. Overrated, underrated, just rightly rated this week. <clears throat> uh, I got some input from my wife on this one. Just having a oh God. little bit of a writer's block here. So, all right. So, first off, Awesome Kong. Underrated? Underrated, yeah. All right. Uh, tag team, the Divas of Doom. Beth Phoenix and Natalia. Overrated. Oh. Um, can I do never got a chance to be either? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the time for the time frame that they were together as a tag team? Yeah, pretty much. So, <laughs> definitely, the wrong, definitely the wrong time for them. Like if it was yeah. if it was now, I think they'd be like at the top of the women's division. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I surprised your wife remembers them though. That's the crazy thing. Oh, she, oh, she loves Natalia and Beth. Like they're two uh, of her favorite. She was watching with them. I, so, 
Yeah, I mean, she was actually she was friends with uh, Beth's brother um, in school. Okay. So wait, you're telling me I could have met Edge by now? Dude, I have you met Edge by now. Are you fucking kidding me? You fucking suck. <laughs> you suck, Chris. I know, right? I'm trying to like stalk him to figure out when the like when she's home visiting family, so I can like plan a nine hour road trip up there and just be like, hey, it's Edge in Elmira. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny go get some you want to get some half moons from the the bakery <laughs> oh brother let's go <laughs> oh that's awesome this dozen's mine you can have this one <laughs> oh tommy dreamer underrated um Uh, we'll say rightly rated. Gary, <laughs> Gary knows Tommy Dreamer, though. Like, he knows, like, new ECW Tommy Dreamer. He don't know old ECW Tommy Dreamer. Uh, yeah, I was going to say overrated, but I'm just kidding. Yeah, well, fuck you. How about that? <laughs> I'm kidding. This one, this one might be a kicker for you guys here. Um, <clears throat> he hasn't wrestled on TV in quite a while, but he's still active on the indie scene. Colin Delaney. Um, probably <laughs> rate it. Or just right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's probably about right. Yeah. Um, I'm with, like, he's not bad. He's not bad enough to be uh overrated and he's not good enough yeah. to be underrated. Right. He's like <laughs> he's he's pretty he's pretty he's, solid talent. So yeah. Yeah. He's mid. Yeah. Especially now. Yeah. All right. Um uh, we talked we've talked about this one um last couple of weeks here. Seamus. Underrated. Yeah. Underrated. Absolutely. <laughs> Without I, I saw I saw him bleeding from his nipples uh, Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. <laughs> All right. Um, was gonna I do, do a, wrestle, go ahead. Was gonna do wrestle getting theater again this week, but I took it off the notes. I wasn't sure how long the uh, AEW stuff was gonna go out. Um, we'll definitely put it on next week. So, brush up on ready to rumble. Ready to rumble. You got, it. you got it. Ready to rumble. I got you. With um, uh, do, with uh, um, David Arquette and uh, yeah, Oliver Platt. I, I do have a question. Yes. Um, did we talk about um NXT Worlds Collide or did we just skip it? Oh, uh, we, we talked, talked about a little bit about it. We we're um very approving of Mandy Rose, uh, unifying the titles and her um picture she dropped the next day. <laughs> uh, did y'all watch it at all? Uh, no, I did not. It was, was actually really this. good. Like I, I was dealing with sick kids all weekends. So I didn't get to watch it. Um, I was on the car ride. Uh, it was really good though. Like, um, Bait and Breaker being the main event was awesome. Um, that three ways women's match was good. Um, what else is on there? Um, the tag match, the like Fatal Four tag match, was kind of dumb because 
Um, Gallus and uh, the cowboy dudes. I can't fucking think of their names. Whatever. I just know one of them's names Brooke Jensen or something like that. I don't, I don't fucking know. Yeah. Anyways, they like towards the end of the match started like coming back out and brawling. I'm like, you guys aren't in this fucking match. Like, this has no purpose to be in a match because it had nothing to do with the finish. Which uh, one of the members of uh, um, Diamond Mine turned on the brother uh, Creed Brothers. Oh wow. Yeah, I can't remember his name. Um, but yeah. And that's how Pretty Deadly won. Oh, what else happened? <clears throat> um, Carmella Hayes and Ricochet was really good. Oh, of course. I'm just, I think Carmelo Hayes would be so much better without Trick Williams. I think Trick Williams makes him look bad. Because, like, every win he gets is because of Trick Williams. Like, he doesn't win any match without him. Like trick interference. I think eventually it's gonna, it'll pay off. Like you'll see. I sure hope so, because that like, would be my trick one. Will, trick will come at him and be like, "You wouldn't be here without me," type of thing. Blah blah blah. And then they'll end up splitting, and then Trick will be the one to take the title off of him. Yeah. Oh. Um, I don't think anything else happened. I don't really remember what else was on that card. Yeah. Um, what are your What are your thoughts on uh, Dominic finally uh, turning? Thank God. <laughs> Knows who his real poppy is. Yep. <laughs> I'm cool with it. I did read an article today that said that um, Finn Balor pitched an idea to Vince of him and AOP teaming together. Oh yeah, I read that too. And then uh, he felt like it would be too much like the Bullet Club, which, I mean, to be fair, it would have been. Yeah. He said he's um, having more fun creatively with uh, uh, Judgment Day than he would have with that. So. Yeah. <clears throat> I think to do like a little more than what he would normally be able to do outside the norm. So. I'm cool with it. So, like, they definitely tweaked it a little more. At least they gotta wait like talk vince out of doing the supernatural shit that they that he was planning to do with it but you know. yeah no for sure for sure I can't remember what else was on that fucking pay-per-view but the pay-per-view was good you should watch it yeah we recapped it very long we don't care about all that much to be honest but like <laughs> nxt has gotten a bit better it, it'll take time right. to get back up to what it was but i mean yeah and i'm i still follow like the results and stuff like that and like the clips and stuff that they post but yeah. like i haven't really watched like a full nxt in a while I got some new guy on there that's thirsty for them ricochet abs. Uh, is that the uh, the big dude? Yeah. Thirsty for some, some man meat. Reason. Never on the man meat. Nope. Hey, man. You know, like I said, everyone's got a kink. 
Yeah, I mean, if your mom didn't like man meat, she wouldn't be here. So. <laughs> 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 um, I'm going to hell. Yeah, that's all right, though. We're right there with you. Oh, awesome. All right. Uh, have you guys got anything else you want to talk about before we uh, sign off here? Um, uh, uh, who do you think Roman Reigns' next opponent is going to be? There we go. That'll be good. Had that fatal five way tonight for the number one contender, didn't they? Yeah, it was for the women's championship. Oh, for the women's championship. Okay. Because, you know, Ronda's in it. Yeah. Um, honestly, I'm not 100% sure on that one. Uh, because you still have Cross and McIntyre, which will probably so end up. Apparently, he's not wrestling again until Crown Jewel, which is in November. Oh, of course not. So, so that's that's what's between um Extreme Rules and Survivor Series on yeah, Crown Jewel. Yeah, yeah. We're trying to figure that out. I couldn't see anything that was in between those because, like, the Extreme Rules is like literally the second weekend of October. And yep. then um, Survivor Series is Black Friday weekend. I think the weekend yeah, after so Crown Jewel, I think, is like the 5th, November 5th or something like that. Okay. Which is like WrestleCade, too, that weekend, right? Yeah. Black Friday? Yeah. Yeah, WrestleCade's that weekend. Oh, I wish I could actually go. I can go. I can go now. <laughs> Dude. I can probably go to WrestleCade. I could probably ask for it off. What's that? I said I could probably get it off. I'd go with you. They ain't gonna give it to you off. Why? Oh, what so, fucking business right. am so, I doing on Black Friday? Do shit. Yeah. I was like, my story ain't doing shit. Oh man. Ah, uh, for because you probably wondered. Um, I'm leaving Target, so I my traditional. Retail jobs are done. Uh, took a job with a third-party company that does the uh, sets up and maintains the displays and like the electronic sections, like Target, Walmart, Best Buy, like all I that kind of stuff. Come by my store because the weird fucking old dude at my store is fucking weird. I think. Well, I mean, it's Chapel Hill, so like I'm pretty sure that's. I sure I'll hope be. so. I sure hope so. Be nice. They didn't give me, I haven't gotten any like specifics yet. So I probably won't see anything until I actually start my workload. So. Thanks. Pretty excited. Um, yeah, currently, be, uh, I guess they had new. pitched Rollins and Owens, but they got turned down for Reigns. Um, and I, it needs to be somebody new. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because like, Honestly. I even saw them like, pitch like you know the two guys they always put at crown jewel and i'm like brock does not need another fucking match with reigns like, if i see fucking no. brock wrestle reigns again i'm gonna lose it what and but you know like goldberg needs freaking, not be there either the saudis love you know brock lesnar and goldberg like they're legends and stuff like that that's why they keep getting brought back for those matches you want to have a legend come back have fucking Fuck michaels have michaels go against fucking reigns fuck it Stunk, stunk He's still got a super kick left. <laughs> yeah. Austin versus Reigns. 
Because <clears throat> you know Cody, Cody's not going to be back in time for Crown Jewel. No. No. Oh. I don't think they'll bring what? Cody back till probably Rumble. If Cody, yeah, Cody's not coming back till the Rumble. Uh-oh. And then he'll probably like win the Rumble. He's ready to go. Yep. Yeah. Or he'll be like a surprise entrance anyway. Yep. Yeah. He'll definitely be one of the final four if he doesn't win it. So. Yeah, for sure. But I, I personally, I would love to see Cody come back and win the Rumble and go on to Mania and take on whoever. Like if they decide to keep both titles on Roman or they finally split them. Um, let's see what happens. Maybe shit. Maybe we'll get like something where theory um, cashes in that money in the bank and takes one of the titles off of them. Yeah. <clears throat> cool. And then Bobby Lashley will beat him up for lying to him. <laughs> the, no, the only thing is, is if they're setting up the rock and rings, like they say they are like, Either The Rock has to come in and win the World Rumble, or Reigns is going to have to win the World Rumble. Yeah. I can see that, actually. Like, yeah, I'm going to do the thing that Lesnar couldn't do, and I'm going to enter Royal Rumble at number one and put my title on the line and outlast every other superstar and retain my title. Or I don't have them retain. Have the Rock come in as number thirty and eliminate them. Yeah. yeah, and then you get well, Rock and H. Roman. You get Rock and Roman WrestleMania as Rock being the champion and Roman the contender. That that arena would go ape shit if the Rock came out like. You talk about yeah. Road Warrior Pop, like, <laughs> yeah, any type of surprise entering like that is definitely going to get that that Road Warrior Pop. So. Triple H, make it happen, dude. Like, make even happen. when people know The Rock is going to be there, he still gets that Road Warrior Pop. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ke- Kevin Hart, call The Rock, tell him what's going down, dude. I know you're friends with him. <laughs> I know you listen to the podcast. Yeah, but it's it's definitely needs to be a new challenger for Roman. Like, yeah. like there's only so much you can do with McIntyre and Lashley and Lesnar and Goldberg and yeah. like yeah. I'd I'd even take Strowman right now just to kind of break it up a little bit. Yeah, he already versed Strowman to, to the champion, didn't he? Yeah, but it wasn't as often as like we've seen. But it's like, been a while. Week. Yeah, it's been a while. So. Well, I, I definitely think it needs to be somebody different. So, but there's not really want, anybody. I just, I just don't want like anybody like, you know, what I'm saying like Walter. I don't want to see Walter lose to him. I really yeah. don't want to see Theory lose to him either. Oh. I mean, um, there, you could probably do Sheamus, and Sheamus would still end up looking good and still maintain his momentum if he took on Roman. I mean, because how about this? How about this? Have Butch versus Roman. That'd be good. Which versus Roman? Tag? I could get behind that. I mean, he was in his his Pete Dunn attire on SmackDown last week. Oh, they just need to bring him back. It's fucking Pete Dunn. Get rid of the fucking Butch name. <clears throat> I, I just don't like the name Butch. Like it, it just sounds like too, like for lack of a better term, it sounds too gay. Like that's 
Like it's not like a manly. It doesn't seem like a manly name anymore, like it used to be. Bitch. Like bitch. Uh, he come out, hey, he can, how about this? How about this? He doesn't. He doesn't. Um. Um. He doesn't uh, go back to Pete Dunn, but he, he gains the last name, and he could be Butch, and then like his last name is be Wacker. Man, but you talking about the Bushwhackers? No, Butchwhacker. Oh, Butchwhacker. Yeah. <laughs> you mean you don't know Butchwhacker? Come on. <laughs> yeah, he's got a brother named Tally. (laughs) 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 oh awesome oh man that's great that's good stuff all right that's that's pretty much gonna do it for us this week y'all um Make sure y'all head over onto our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash for the collection. Actually just posted last week a um, unboxing of the Ruthless Aggression Walmart exclusive series one Batista. And of course the uh the story behind the Jack's Ruthless Aggression Batista that I have and the the meet and greet I did with Batista to get that signed. Um follow the comparisons with everything. So definitely check that out. Um, I've got a review coming up, um, in the pipeline. Just got to get it edited and everything for the, uh, uh, loyal subjects, best action Beetlejuice figure. So that's all filmed and ready to go this weekend. So definitely check that out. And then my new gen arena finally got shipping on that. That shit should be here tomorrow. Psyched for that. So definitely look for an unboxing coming from that one too. So good stuff there. And I still have the elite Stacy Keebler to unbox. So a whole bunch of stuff here. So good stuff on that. Uh, make sure you guys follow us on social media, Russell again, pod um, for the collection. Just go ahead and search for those on whatever social media app you're using at the time. And then make sure you subscribe to the podcast. If you're not already share it with your friends, tell everyone about us, all that fun stuff. All right, and as we leave you each and every week, theme of the week, Carl, your pick this week. What you got for us? Uh, I'm going to go with uh, MJF, uh, Sympathy for the Devil, if we hadn't done it earlier. No, we've never done that one. So the one time he's used sympathy for the devil. <laughs> so you want the, the Rolling Stones version or the, the Guns N' Roses version? The Rolling Stones version. <laughs> I'll tell Carl, like, he needs to keep, he should have kept that theme. Yeah. Like, that is, like, way better than his, uh, his theme. Especially if he's coming back and he's gonna call himself like the devil himself and all that. He should, definitely should have kept the uh sympathy for the devil theme. Yep. Alright. Well that's uh 
that's going to do it for us, guys. So hopefully you enjoyed the show. Um, as always, we try to bring you the most quality entertainment that we can. Um, and we'll uh, check you guys next week. Episode 153 this week. Appreciate you guys listening. All right. Later, Marks. NFL, acknowledge your king. All hail, King Henry. And uh, I don't know if y'all heard either, but uh, Queen died. R.I.P. Freddie Mercury. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Queen Elizabeth. Sorry. But uh, Charles gets to take over. Like, there's no, like, number one contender match, no ladder match, nothing. He just gets, like, power automatically. <laughs> Actually, I, I'll tell you what I'd like to see. I'd like to see, like, War, some, War of the Roses bullshit. I, I say, like, let one of his cousins come up and try to kill him for the fucking throne or something. That'd be cooler. <laughs> That'd definitely be a lot cooler. all. Since we're all playing pretend, you know. <laughs> Could you imagine the royal family in a ladder match, though, for like for the throne? <laughs> <laughs> oh God, Meghan Markle! The Meghan Markle! <laughs> Charles just pushed her off the ladder. By God, the woman she's the family. She's got a family, my dog. <laughs> By God, what a labanaka. <laughs> and then the king's on color. The puppies! Are the puppies okay? <laughs> 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 <laughs>